Hi everyone, it's me, Sandy Cruz of Sandy K Nutrition, health and lifestyle queen. For years now, I've been bringing to you conversations about wellness from experts from all over the world, whether it be suggestions in how you can age better, biohacking, alternative wellness, these are conversations to help you live your best life. I want to live a long, healthy, and vibrant life. Never mind all those stigmas that as we reach midlife and beyond, we're just going to shrivel up and die with some horrible disease. Always remember, balanced living works. I really look forward to this season. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sandy K Nutrition, Health and Lifestyle Queen. Today with me, I have a return guest. His name is Dr. Bill McGraw. And today we're going to talk all about rife. Yes, rife frequencies, rife technology. It's been around a long, long time. There are many claims here. I am going to preface this podcast by saying we are not giving medical advice or making medical claims. This is simply for educational purposes only. And I just want you to learn about it and hear about it, hear how it works. That's all. The reason I'm prefacing this is because I just want to make sure you understand as an audience, there's a lot of controversy surrounding this. And I like to bring interviews to people so that they can critically look at it, analyze it themselves. Critical thinking is huge. And I believe that it is a missing piece in our society especially since, you know, COVID. So a couple of announcements. If you wish to sponsor my podcast, please do get in touch with me for a media kit, sandy at sandykaynutrition.ca. Follow me on all of my socials. Anywhere you go, it will be Sandy K Nutrition. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, I'm on threads, I'm on YouTube. This entire video will be posted on YouTube. So be sure to subscribe and follow anywhere you do socials because I have different content that goes along with the different social media platforms. And now let's cut on through to this interview with Dr. Bill McGraw, all about Rife. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sandy K Nutrition, Health and Lifestyle Queen. Today with me, I have Dr. Bill McGraw. He is a research scientist in the fields of environmental science, aquaculture, fisheries, coral reefs, and health. Dr. Bill has experience working and living in five countries with responsibilities ranging from writing detailed business plans for agriculture projects to managing startup companies and consulting on various global research projects. His current activities range from publishing research in scientific journals and on websites 
to detoxing clients from heavy metals and treating people with rife technology. And Dr. Bill was on my show sometime last year. We talked about heavy metals and detoxifications and detoxification. And today we're actually going to talk all about rife, what it is, what it's capable of helping with. It's going to be a great conversation. A lot of people don't know about Rife. And then there's a lot of people like me who know a little bit about Rife, but want to learn more. I'm going to start off by saying a disclaimer. We are going to talk about cancer. We are going to talk about different diseases. We are going to talk about anecdotal um, evidence that Rife really can work. We are going to talk about studies as well, but we will not be making medical claims. I don't want anyone to go and say, someone on Sandy K Nutrition said it will cure everything. So <laughs> if, if, if you are interested in Rife, we are providing with the providing you with the educational tools so that you can take this to your own practitioner and see if it's right for you. And with that, I'm going to welcome Dr. Bill. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you very much for having me back, Sandy. It was a blast last time. I'm sure it's going to be a blast this time as well. Yeah, we had a really good chat. We really have a really good back and forth. But, you know, a lot of people who didn't listen to that other podcast don't know your story. So I think that's important to start with that. Yeah, we'd go back hard to believe, but 20 years ago, I'm in South Africa working on a multi-million dollar aquaculture project, and at the time, I was working long hours, sometimes more than 24 hours straight, and I got to the point where I started experiencing uh, insomnia, and it was in the form of sleep in about four hours, and then I'd wake up and couldn't go back to sleep, and started interfering with my job, so Naturally, I go to a medical doctor and he writes me out what a prescription and it worked. I think it was called Stillnox. It was a heavy duty prescription drug and it knocked me out and I got some sleep, but eventually it stopped working and I needed another drug. So uh, after another two years, I moved to Panama to continue my work there and I went to another medical doctor and I got another drug and they just stopped working entirely, and eventually my insomnia turned into anxiety. I'd wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, blood pressure 210 over 120, and I just couldn't go to sleep. And at that time, I think I was on benzodiazepine, and uh, I'd have to take this, and then I'd have to walk around my neighborhood until I got until I calmed down to where I could sleep. So I got sick of being on drugs, so I went to naturopaths, and I went to everybody I could find, and... Uh, it just was like they hooked me up to machines and give me these herbal teas and all this crazy stuff, foot baths, you name it, and nothing really helped me. So I got to the point where uh, the medical doctor said, look, just don't come back here. I don't have anything else to give you. And the naturopaths, after spending a ton of money, would say, you know, oh, well, this is going to take a long time and so on. I got to the point where I just I had enough and I decided, look, I actually said to myself, I'm going to do this myself. Mm. Nobody else can do it. So into the literature I went, and I had been studying medicine for 40 years. Uh, ever since I was, you know, in high school, I was studying medicine. I worked with uh, long-term care patients who were who had Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia. I was very fascinated with chronic disease and detox and all of that, and I'd studied it, you know, very hard. And I w went into undergrad and continued my work in pre-med and so on. But at that time, you know, being in Panama – 
and and I, I just decided to get back into medicine. And so I started reading every single book, all the alternative medicine books that were popular at the time. I was reading every research paper. I figured out that this was likely what I had was a mineral deficiency. I supplemented with magnesium and potassium. And lo and behold, my anxiety completely was gone. The next day, I was fine. I didn't have it anymore. It was like, wow. it seemed just co- totally foreign that I would even have anxiety. That's the difference. So it was a physiological response to mineral deficiency is what was causing my anxiety. And my insomnia improved. When that happened, I was totally hooked. I went right back into medicine. I was tr- studying for naturopathic degree. I was hammering every single book, paper, person I could talk to, acquiring information. I got into Rife Technology. I think it was 2016, 2017, I got into Spooky 2 technology. I immediately started healing people. I totally got hooked on it. And my career in medicine just took off from there. Uh, I interviewed, got interviewed uh, by John White, the creator of Spooky 2, the program, the company, three times. And, uh, you know, we're good friends now. And I just got so heavy into Rife technology. And I, once I started healing people, I realized that Rife technology was so very, very capable of killing any bacteria, parasites, uh, viruses, or cancer cells in the human body. I mean, that was the easiest thing that I was doing, was killing things in the human body that didn't belong. And so I took off from it with it from there, and I figured out one of the biggest challenges of Rife technology was to actually deal with the pain and inflammation that came from killing cancer in a person who was late for its stage, Now, at that time, that seemed to be the only cancer patient that I could get was one that went through the chemotherapy, the radiations, all of that hardcore stuff. And they would come to me with, you know, with a body that was really not in the best shape. You know, their organs were really in rough shape. They couldn't detox. Uh, They had a lot of pain and inflammation. They were distraught. They were very upset. They had depression. A lot of times they didn't have the support of the family, which I found out later was so intricate and so important in continuing and surviving the cancer, which was traumatic for them, the cancer therapy that they went through. So I started killing cancer cells in their body over time using every modality that I have. And I determined that the PEMF technology was able to really deal with the pain and inflammation that people had. Even if I continue to apply them both, if I could use Rife technology on one hand and, and incorporate the PMF mats on the other, I could combine and continue to kill things and deal with the pain and inflammation, which was like the final step that I had to really use to be able to really speed things up. You know, the, the bad news about being in alternative medicine is ex- you're expected to be faster cheaper and more efficient than any other medical technology. Now with the United States and all of the world, you're up against trillion dollar budgets. You're you're up against people who take prescription drugs regularly and they they view that as a, you know, uh, a way of dealing with pain, inflammation, whatever's going on. Parasites, you just pop a pill, pain, you pop a pill. You have any other inflammation, you pop a pill, et cetera, et cetera. So engaging in this, I really had to be good. I had to be good. I had to be faster. I had to be more inexpensive. And it presented a challenge, which I really enjoyed and I really excelled at. Today, I want to talk to you about oral health. Yes, I'm talking about the health of your teeth and of your gums. 
Most of you who follow my podcast know that I actually had to have a dental implant in the spring. While the procedure itself wasn't too bad, it's the aftermath that I had to worry about. Post-surgery, I had some inflammation and some cankers, and the one thing that I used regularly was the Silver Biotics Tooth Gel. Now, if you don't know much about colloidal silver, I'm going to ask you to go and check out my episode 163, Nature's Powerful Antimicrobial, because you're going to learn how powerful silver biotics, colloidal silver, tooth gel can be for inflamed gums, and it actually naturally promotes healthy teeth and gums. So it's great for that inflammation. It's also great for reducing the bile load in the mouth. And that, my friends, creates a healthy oral bacteria and balance. I, of course, have a special discount for my listeners. Go to silverbiotics.com and use my code SandyK30 for 30% off and you can try it yourself. And by the way, it tastes great. Also, be sure to listen to my podcast episode 163 so you can learn more about the powers of colloidal silver from silverbiotics.com. So doing these seminars, I got more and more into seminars. I got more and more to teaching people about the, you know, the education part of right technology, because if on the, if I approach people on, on the street, nine out of 10 wouldn't be able to tell me who Royal Raymond Rife was. They wouldn't know what Rife technology was. If I asked, well, do you know who Tesla is? Nikola Tesla. Oh yeah, that's the car. That's Elon Musk's yeah, yeah. company. He's got a car. He's got an electric car. Well, all that happened propelled Tesla to the forefront of everyday news, but Raymond Rife was equally as intelligent, equally as much a genius in his own right. He in developed, in the 1920s, he developed the world's most powerful microscope, hundreds of times more powerful than anything at that time, enabling uh, Ray, as I call him, to be able to see viruses and to be able to kill the viruses with frequencies. So he began experimenting with electricity and using different frequencies to kill pathogenic viruses and bacteria, and he could view this under a microscope and actually, you know, was able to eventually produce a video uh, when that technology was available. And under the scrutiny of all his peers, under the scrutiny of the best medical doctors and scientists from Southern California, as well as Northwestern University, Rife was able to produce cancer in guinea pigs and then kill all the cancer and bring these animals back to health. And this was done repeatedly over and over again. And so he was able to set up a company. He had a board of trustees. He had top-notch doctors and research scientists on his committee. And so 1936 was an incredibly important time in the history of Rife technology and the history of Raymond Rife. What he was doing at that time, he was given 16 terminally ill cancer patients. Okay, so these were patients that had terminally ill cancer who were written off by the MDs, about to go into hospice. They gave them to, under the scrutiny of the MDs, the board of trustees, the research scientists, he was given these terminally ill cancer patients. Using Rife technology, using the frequencies he developed, 
he was able to use the frequencies that killed cancer cells and heal all 16 patients to the point where they fully recovered. They got up, they walked away. He, he went back to these people. They documented the entire process. It was all peer review. So what was the next step? The next step was, I think it was like one or two years later, they had a banquet. Uh, they invited all the major doctors and scientists from all around the country. And this was the banquet of the end of all chronic disease. So the newspapers covered it and it, it splashed his name and his story all over, all over the United States, all over the world. Here was this guy who had this ray gun using frequencies to kill cancer and healing, healing cancer. And this was the end of chronic disease. So 1930s was the biggest thing that ever happened to chronic disease. It was going to be the end of all chronic disease. So the next question that happened in my mind, as well as everybody else's, is what happened to Rife Technology? Here's what happened. And this okay. is absolutely a mind blower. Bill, right. I have to stop you because you mentioned frequencies. There's going to be a lot of people on here who are going to be like, okay, well, what is Rife? Okay, we're talking about Rife. You mentioned frequencies. So, mm -hmm. so that I can maybe clarify, bring clarity. Ronald Reif developed specific frequencies to eradicate disease from the body. And he right. first did this with rats, mice, whatever. Well, he had guinea pigs. Guinea pi he okay, guinea so pigs, on. guinea pigs. Mm -hmm. And he was able to kill cancer using these frequencies in the guinea pigs. And the guinea pigs right. walked away and they were fine. They were yes. good. Nothing, it never came back. Like, did they, did, you know, I don't know how long a guinea pig's life is, but, you know, were they good for the rest of their life? They they sure were. Wow. Uh, and he was able to produce cancer within these guinea pigs. He associated with a virus. Now, in 1911, there was a scientist by the name of Peyton Rous, Rous, R-O-U-S, who uh, basically published his uh, information in scientific journals, his research experiments stating that cancer could be caused by a virus. Now, in the 1930s, ah. Royal Raymond Reif was able to use those viruses, look at them underneath the microscope, and destroy the virus with a frequency. Remember, there were thousands of frequencies. What is the frequency that can destroy a glass, a drinking glass? What's the, the, the high C note? Beep, and then it right, right. vibrates and shatters. You yeah. can look that up on the YouTube. We'll take that a step further. Now there's thousands of other frequencies. All matter in the universe has a frequency which can destroy it or potentially make it stronger. So he knew that. Royal Rife knew this. And what he did was look at different frequencies and finding frequencies over years and years and years of dedicated research that would destroy this virus. So then he was able to take the virus, cause cancer within guinea pigs, see the tumors within the guinea pigs, use the frequencies. He built these huge machines that took up a whole room, use the frequencies to, to kill the cancer cells within the guinea pigs, bring the guinea pigs back to health under the scrutiny of, of his peers and the medical doctors of the time. And they were all, you know, overwhelmed. So when that banquet actually took place, this was a big thing. Yeah. But the question is, what happened? If you had these frequencies, you had this machine, why aren't we using them today? And so what I do get from people is, well, you know, some of the, uh, you know, some of the people that just don't believe anything you tell them would say that, well, you know, if it's that good, why aren't we using it today? Oh, you know, I think yes. we'd have it. But I've got to tell you, 
Something happened in the 1930s. The American Medical Association had a president. His name was Lawrence Fishbane. Okay, so 1934, the American Medical Association Journal was publishing research on prescription drugs. Mm. If you wanted to publish in that paper, you had to pay exorbitant fees to advertise for the prescription drug and pay that journal a lot of money. Lawrence Fishbane was a doctor of medicine who never treated a single person. Previously, he had been a clown. No, this is not one of my jokes. He had actually trained to become a clown, a circus clown. <laughs> I thought you were Somewhere kidding. No, no, no. This gets better. It's okay. all true. It's all documented on the internet. Okay, you can okay. Look it up. It's all in the newspapers. So he, he gets to somehow he manages to get a medical degree. They promote him to the president of the American Medical Association. He then goes after Rife. Before he goes after Rife, he goes after this man named Hoxley, who was using herbs to cure cancer. He bought out Hoxley and sent him to Mexico. He then goes after Rife. He says, look, Ray, I'll pay you out X number amount of dollars if you sell me all your research, sell me your Rife machine, and then I'll send you down to Mexico. What do you say, buddy? It's a chance to make a lot of money. Rife says, there's no way I'm going to do that. Lawrence Fishbane goes after Rife and takes him to court. Raymond Rife wanted to do was to be able to commercialize the technology because he had the proof that these frequencies were killing cancer. He had the proof that he could kill pathogens. So we're talking about tuberculosis. We're talking about frequencies to kill viruses that could uh, create all kinds of disease. And he had proof and it was under the scrutiny of his peers. So at that time in 1936, Rife makes a big mistake. He gets involved with an electrical engineer from California, by a fellow by the name of Philip Hoyland. Hoyland basically takes the right frequencies, puts them into a commercially viable machine that unfortunately had other frequencies, which disguised the, the frequency that was going to be able to kill cancer. So in other words, the frequency that was producing an effect that was you know, healthy was basically able to uh, cure people from chronic disease. He disguised it, disguised it with side bands and carrier frequencies so no one could figure out the frequency that they were using. And the actual carrier frequency was used to actually light up a bulb, a plasma tube, which we are using today, but we don't have that problem. So we had our first commercially viable machine. The original Rife machines took up a whole room. They lit up a whole room with frequencies and they're very powerful they were also analog, so a whole lot of dials had to be turned, and that's how Rife did his original research. But now we have a smaller, commercially viable machine that could be used and move, move from room, room to room. But the, the, the valuable Rife frequencies were basically intertwined with sidebands and carrier frequencies, which you know, was, was helped disguise the, the, the important frequencies so nobody could figure it out, protect the patent of the technology, but it made the device so much less viable in curing disease. Now, that's kind of a long story, but that's what happened. The commercial um, uh, Rife technology went out into the public, but it wasn't as effective as the original Rife technology uh, that Raymond used when he had his full machines inside of a room. So what had happened was the commercial machines failed. Now, in 1939, we talked about Lawrence Fishbane, okay? So he takes Rife to court. This is the clown, right? This is the clown, the president of the American Medical Association. Right. Rife, Rife has to put up all kinds of money. It basically broke him financially and mentally. He won the court case. 
He won the court case in 1939, but financially, spiritually, and mentally, he was a broken man. Uh. Now, other people picked up the technology. Other people continued the rife technology. But what had happened is the American Medical Association president made sure that the original rife machines uh, were destroyed. Mm. So, the, you know, the FBI came in, they, they raided his lab, they destroyed his equipment. The original rife machines were damaged. They, they took over all of his uh, original research, original machines, and people had to try to piece together the original rife research machines that were curing cancer. It was all over the, the, the media at the time. It was all over the newspapers all over the world that these things these, these research machines cured 16 cancer patients that were terminally ill, that they worked incredibly well, and, and it was under the, the peer review of the medical doctors and research scientists. So they, it was all viable, but the machines were destroyed. Now, unfortunately, what also happened is some of the other people that were involved in bringing Rife technology back basically ended up dead. They ended up moving to Mexico. They ended up in court. For instance, John Crane is an important figure. He tried to revive Rife's work back in the 1950s and 60s. He was sentenced to 10 years in prison, uh, basically for using Rife technology and claiming to cure cancer. And on his release, he continued his work, but he was still subject to harassment and legal threat, threats mm. and so on. So there was a doctor's Cooper... Cooperson and Clayton and their equipment and lab notes were confiscated by the United States government. Both died in 1940 officially from committing suicide. Professor Kendall, who was an important figure during the time that Rife in 1936 was curing terminally ill cancer patients, uh, he was a prominent bacteriologist who verified Rife's theories and was a big proponent of Rife's work. But he was accused of being a liar and a charlatan. He was pushed out of medicine and basically his reputation, reputation was destroyed. Uh, J.C. Burnett, uh, his electronic medicine research lab was burnt to the ground while he was visiting Rife in 1939, just before Rife technology itself was attacked. And eventually everything went into obscurity, except for a few people. Dr. Livingston Wheeler from 1968 to 1983 was curing people uh, from all kinds of chronic disease with Rife's uh, frequency instruments. Uh, she had 80% success rate. Eventually, uh, she died, and people were hesitant to re uh, reinvent this technology, or people were hesitant to continue the technology until... A magical thing happened. 2015, there was a man by the name of Johan Stegman who lived in South Africa who was using remote technology and quantum entanglement. He knew about quantum entanglement. He could take a person's fingernail, put it inside a machine, expose it to frequencies and affect all the rest of the DNA of that person no matter where they were in the universe. Now, this is all far, far out stuff. Sounds woo-woo until you see it happen. It's known as quantum entanglement. What that means is, let's let's bring it up to speed. Let's say there are 200,000 people in the United States with somebody else's kidney. When you get that kidney from someone else, sometimes you pick up the characteristics of that person. Case in point, a person gets a kidney and all of a sudden they like uh, French fries and hormones. Yes, they yes. Never, they never liked them before. Yeah. So they go to their primary care physician. They say, look, you know, I think I'm losing my marbles. My personality's changed. I like these things I didn't like before. The doctor says, look, it's it's no problem. It's something called 
quantum entanglement. Yeah. Whereas DNA contains energy and memory. You can receive that when you receive DNA. Take it to the next step. If I can expose a piece of DNA from someone to frequencies that are healing, it can affect the DNA in that person's body. It's simple quantum entanglement. It's old school. I've been using it for six years. It's kind of like boring. Hold on. To other people, go ahead. I have to ask you this. So you're telling me if I sent you, because I'm in Toronto, you're, I think, you're, where are you right now? South, are you in Panama? Panama. You're in Panama. Uh, if I sent you my fingernail, um, you'd be able to put it in your little machine and uh, put the appropriate frequencies for whatever ailment I've got going on and help right. to rebalance my whole body. That's correct. That's correct. Now, I could easily perform an experiment. Let's say you had a headache, a regular chronic daily tension headache, whatever, a frontal headache. Okay. I could take your fingernail, put it into a machine, put it on headache frequencies that I know that I've used many times before, and with 20 minutes, your headache's gone. I could easily do that. People do it thousands of times a day all over the world. So it's not like, oh, my God, what have you discovered? No, the problem is that there's this huge gap between the technology that's available, proven, works all the time every day, and what people actually know about. So when this happens, and it's happening now by leaps and bounds, the entire medical industry is going to change to the point where medicine, the future of medicine is rife technology. The future of biological medicine is going to be physics. Much to the, you know, the medical doctors will be dragged into the room screaming and yelling, no, no, my prescription drugs, heavens no, give me my scalpel, where is my radiation? See ya, that's all going to go to the wayside because this technology is the future of medicine. Sorry, guys, it's called a change of paradigm and it's happening all over the world. So it's something that you really have to learn to accept. Okay. So, Getting back to our uh, the rest of the story, which is equally as fascinating, 2015, Johann Stegman uses the quantum entanglement to start healing people through using Rife technology. But this was a new Rife technology with new ideas of quantum science, which I had been studying. Enter John White. John White has a cancer clinic in New Zealand. He's healing people, not necessarily with Rife technology. However, he's following the work of Johann Stegman in 2015. So he contacts them and says, look, I want to put together a, a computer program that's able to use the quantum entanglement, use frequency generators to be able to control the frequency, the length of time people use the frequency, the thing like duty cycle, the amplitude, or how strong that frequency is, whether or not I can use different waveforms instead of the standard wave, or sorry, the standard sine wave, we now have square waves. We now have sawtooth waves, which are faster and better at killing bad bacteria, virus, parasites, cancer cells. So John White starts putting these th these things together and develops the Spooky Two program, and so now he develops scans where he's being he he was able to put pads on people's bodies, regular TENS pads, he was able to run frequencies into the human body from 41,000 to 1.8 million hertz and look for resonance. Remember, resonance is the glass I'm holding in my hand. Somebody hits a high C note, uh, smash. Look it up on YouTube, right? So if I was to find, let's say I ran that frequency in 52,496, 
is the frequency for killing the cold virus. It, and that resonates, the cold virus resonates in the body. The computer records that resonance and then reapplies that same frequency to kill the virus. So now I can use the scans and use the Rife technology treatment to heal people from the flu or cold virus within a few hours and send them on their way. The following day, they're up on their feet. I've done it hundreds of times. Bronchitis, cold and flu, parasites. We live in the den of iniquities of parasites. You can't, even, you can't drink the raw water here. It has to be treated in different ways. Yeah, yeah. So you don't get, you're going to get all kinds of nasty stuff. Parasites like amoebas get into the intestine and then start this rumbling. Next, you got abdominal pain. Next, you have to run to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. oh my God, help me. Get on out of there. I'm going to have an accident. You get the idea. It's mean stuff. So people come to me and say, look, I've, can you help me out this parasite? I sit them in the chair. I run the right technology and I cure them of the parasite the next day. They're fine. I have to teach them about, you know, how to avoid parasites and how to filter water and all that. But then I get into cu curing uh, cancer patients. I'm able to cure prostate cancer, skin cancers. I've done 18 in the past three years. I'm curing uh, endometrial cancer, breast cancer, liver cancer. You name it. I'm going crazy as only a type A personality can or triple type A, as Anne Louise Gittleman calls me, God love her. And so now I'm getting into scalar technology. Oh, someone. Yes, I've done a I'm show. Just, I've done a show on scalar. Um, okay. You got to, you, 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 I love you. You're just so, you're so passionate um, about everything that you do. I could totally feel your passion. I have to ask a couple questions just so that the people will understand. So I'm envisioning like a Frankenstein situation, you know, like not like that, but you know, with the probes and you're lying there and like, is this what it's like? Does it, okay. We talked a little about quantum entanglement, but how do you do this? You say that you have somebody sit in the chair, but then there's other ways that you can help them too, which is through quantum entanglement. Like there's so many components. I want to break it down so that people can really understand how, like if I came to you and let's say I didn't know what was wrong. Let's say, let's say I go, oh my God, Bill, like I've just got the worst migraines. I have aura. That's all I know. Like, what if there's something else, root cause, that's causing the migraines? Like, mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying? Like, there's you're yep. you're talking about this like this is like a miracle, really. It it is, and I suppose that's why I got so turned on by. It. I saw the potential, and for me, what turns my crank, quote unquote, is the aha moment. Oh my God! Wow, look at this. And so that is what really, you know, pulls me forward into, into really yeah. mastering something. Um, look, this is it right here. This is the frequency generator. Okay. This costs, this costs about $700. I have six of them plus 36 other generators that I use for quantum entanglement. You hook up basically hooked to, uh, tens wires up to here. It's got an adapter on this side and there's just a, uh, another port to hook a printer cable into a laptop. Use the Spooky 2 program, which I demonstrate in seminars about 50 times already. And you basically click a button. And so this frequency generator through the TENS pads attached to pads 
connected to the body, puts the frequencies into a person's body, they don't feel anything. And then when the computer finds a resonant frequency, it records it on the Spooky 2 program and then reapplies each frequency at three minutes per frequency. So the top resonances in the human body where we're killing parasites by bacteria, we're identifying cancer. If there's a cancer group of cancer cells resonating in the human body, well, the computer picks it up and tells the program, look, we, oh. need to, we, need to, we need to tell the person, hey, you know, this is a problem in your body. We're going to have to take this a step further, apply plasma, which is the strongest known device to transfer right frequencies to the human body. So then people hold the plasma device up to their body. It blinks, transfers the frequencies, kills the cancer. Then I deal with the pain and inflammation by using the PEMF technology. Okay. And then go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. So... You as a, a person, me, I let's say I have my issue. I come to you, you run the frequencies through, and, and anybody who doesn't know, those little TENS pads, there's those little sticky things that you, they're almost like probes that you stick on your body, that you run your program, and then it will pick up any of the frequencies in my body that are off, Correct. We use our right frequency machine, okay? We have a range of frequencies from 41,000 to 1.8 million hertz. In and amongst that range, there are frequencies identifying resonant frequencies that identify bad bacteria, viruses, parasites, cancer, et cetera, et cetera, inflammatory conditions, autoimmune disorders. You get the idea. So it's the same thing. Resonance, all matter in the universe has a resonant frequency, which can destroy it or make it stronger. So all of those pathogens have individual specific frequencies that identify it and nothing else. So once that computer puts those frequencies into your body during a scan, oh, there's going to be a resonance there. Then the computer identifies. What is that resonance? Well, the, the resonance is uh, a pathogenic bacteria. It's clostridium. It's in your intestine. It's what's causing your intestinal discomfort. Then I reapply that frequency at three minutes, destroy the bacteria, have no other effect on the human body, and send you on your way until you come back or someone else comes back with another problem. I rerun a scan. I apply the treatment. Over time, you're healed, whether you have to come back. Now, if it's cancer, you have a tumor, it's going to be multiple frequencies over time using da-da-da. You mentioned Frankenstein. (laughs) That is like Frankenstein. Oh, my God. Okay, so it's this is simply put. (laughs) Jesus. It blinks. That's totally it. Uh, put it on the cancer and it kills the cancer. This almost the same exact thing was available in 1936, except now it's just more commercially viable, easier to deal with. You plug it into a amplifier. The amplifier looks just like the mixer amps I used to use in the eighties when I played in bands. It's just an amplification of a right frequency through a plasma field. Plasma is the fourth stage of matter and it cures disease. Okay. So now you can understand why I get into this, why I love it. It's so exciting. Okay, I have to ask you though. So sometimes it could be one and done, but then sometimes it's multiple treatments. Right. So it depends on what the problem is. Sometimes it's very simple, one and done. You have a parasite, we can do this, we can clear it through one session. Now, here's a question. Could, you, you brought out that 
fancy Frankenstein thing. Um, you, uh, I don't know what it's called, um, but you can't. Okay, you cannot do something very complex like heal cancer remotely through quantum entanglement. You have to do that in person, right? Because, look, the quantum entanglement runs 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's a healing modality. The body, you know, detoxes and heals basically 24 hours a day. So, you know, that quantum entanglement is good for, like, treating pain, inflammation, reducing fever, and, like, a cough. You get the idea. When I put the Frankenstein plasma ball, (laughs) it's alive. When I put that on you, and this is like old technology. God, it's boring. I'm looking for new stuff now, more stuff that's more exciting. When I put that plasma ball on the body, it kills cancer cells anywhere on the body. Anywhere I put that plasma ball or plasma wand, I have another couple of devices on the body within three to six inches. It kills the cancer cell. As the cancer cells die, they become inflamed, slightly expand. They deteriorate and they're placed with good, normal, healthy cells. You know, I, I've do- been documenting this stuff for a couple of years. I can see it. You know, I can't see it on the inside of the body. I have MRIs and CTs and sonograms, which show the dissolution of the cancer and the repair of the dead disease tissue, which is, you know, basically destroyed. I can see that with skin cancer. On the inside, I need an MRI. It has to come from somewhere. I don't have, yeah. you know, in the in the other room, it's not a group of hospital professionals with my MRI machine. It's just me. Yeah. You know, it's good. It's good thing that I'm so motivated and, and multidisciplined. I can handle all this stuff, but you know, the truth is I still rely on the hospitals to come back with an MRI saying I'm cancer free. Go to my website, drbillmcgraw.com. There's reviews of people saying, Dr. Bill's helped me to use this machine, long distance consultation. I, they buy right machines. I consult to them how to use it, how to cure their cancer, and they're cancer free. More and more people all over the world are, is to, more and more people are doing this and more and more people are healing themselves of cancer. You buy the right machine. I consult you. I tell you how to do it. I, you cure your cancer. I tell you how to detox and away you go. What do I want? Another person that's a little harder, the type A. You know, I, I want something. I want that aha moment. What kind of cancer do you have? How fast can I heal it? How fast can I move to a new technology? I want a new technology. I want the alien stuff. I want the aliens to come down and say, bing. I want that new excitement, you know, because this is old school. I heal cancer. It happens all, every day. I kill cancer cells. It's getting boring. I'm looking for that next aha moment. Scalar wave technology. Okay, what else do we have? Lightsaber. Give me something, you know, something I can faster, stronger, more efficient. You know, that's the aha moment. That's what turns me on. What is, okay, what's the difference? Okay, you explained quantum entanglement. We now know what that is. We know how that can help um, with, with Rife, right? Quantum entanglement with Rife. Yes. How does Scalar fit in and what is Scalar? Can you explain that? Of course, scalar energy is the energy of the meridian pathways, which I can say now everybody knows what that is, like the acupuncture and so on. Also, scalar energy is the energy that cells use to communicate and communicate in the human body. We can create a scalar field by taking the same frequency. okay, and using two different boxes, there's a receiver box and a transmitter. We create the scalar field. It's not unheard of. It's not a complicated thing. 
we can set someone in between the two boxes and they receive the healing energy of the scalar waves. That's old school. It's from a long time ago, Nikola Tesla. But we can also use modulated right frequencies and put them through the scalar field. Now, we're making sense that everyone can understand because we already talked about how resonant frequencies within the human body can be registered by a computer program, reapplied as a healing modality. And then we can do things like I can kill uh, viruses. Uh, I can kill uh, things that I can't say through words, sounds like, but also the flu virus. I can kill parasites, bacteria by using the virus, by using the frequencies through the scalar field. Scalar energy is healing. Right frequencies kill things in the scalar field, but also we can use something else. You know, there's resonant frequencies of essential oils I can place on a certain coil on the receiver end of the scalar box, and then I can introduce that essential oil frequency into the scalar field for a healing modality or any other compound. Now watch this. Watch this. Here it comes. Are you ready? I'm ready. If I know the, the molecular because I'm going to give it to the prescription <laughs> drug people. I'm glad, so glad I studied martial arts too. I can tell you that. So if I have the molecular weight of a compound, any prescription drug, I can then use that molecular weight to create a frequency to, to be able to uh, emulate the same effect of the prescription drug. Mm, I so know if I about have this, the yeah. frequency to do this, I can apply the frequency, produce the same effect of the drug, including experimental cancer drugs, without having to experience the side effects. Yes, yes. Ah, when I found that out, I couldn't wait to get my hands on it. And I used those same frequencies integrating, integrated with standard RIFE programs to create he different healing modalities. So we're on the verge of where the science has evolved. It's on the edge. It's an almost an art form where I'm using research, you know, where I'm looking at the effect of the, the research and the protocols of the right technology on the person. How does that make you feel? I have my cell phone. How does that make you feel? Oh, you know, I feel really good today. The pain is less. I don't have this. I don't have nausea. My, my, you know, inflammation is cured, blah, blah, blah. So I record that. Okay. That works. How can I? apply it to the next person, make it faster, stronger, better, etc. So we have all those different modalities, scalar energy, modulated right frequencies, and of course, molecular scalar, which is basically applying a piece of matter, a molecular weight, creating a frequency, applying that to the human body, which takes the place of that compound, producing the same effect. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, unfortunately for me, it's all old school. It's boring. It's kind of like, eh, you know, uh, here it is. There we go. I'm looking for that next, you know, the med bed. People say, why do you try the med bed? The problem is it's going to cost millions of dollars. And who's going to give it to me to cure people? If they do, bring it down here. I'll use it today. The what? I'll get it fired up. The med bed. You haven't heard that one? No. But okay. I have okay, to say, you know what, though? Go I ahead. do have to say I have heard, because I've recorded with somebody, um, it's using different frequencies of drugs that are recorded and you can transfer the frequency to a glass of water. So let's say I have a migraine and I want the frequency of a heavy duty migraine drug, but I don't want the side effects of that drug. I can program it into my water and drink it maybe a couple of glasses or sip on it through the day and I will not have a migraine. And I've tried it. I've tried it. It works. Okay, so here's the other thing. On the transmitter box of the scalar device, 
is another coil where you put a glass of water and you can imprint the frequency, yes. the, the right frequency into the water and then drink the water at the end, receiving the healing frequency into the body, body through the water. Now, years ago, they determined there was a Japanese scientist working with frequencies. He realized you could imprint frequencies in water. It would affect the shape of the, you know, the, the, the frozen water and so on. The, yeah, yeah. You know the way I'm talking about. Yep. I can't remember. Yamoto or whatever. It's yes, called. yes. It's, we're going back 20 years. It was like the crystal. Structured uh, water, isn't it? Water. There is you it? go. Yeah. Bing. Yeah. Tell her what tell her what she's won, Johnny. So <laughs> that imprinted water, you drink it, you receive the the frequency. So there's a lot going on here, but it's already, you know, for me it's old school. The biggest change that's gonna happen is how can someone like me train more people and transfer it being a shift in paradigm that's gonna take over the medical industry? Well, the prescription drug people don't like me. The med medical Oh, doctors, they hate your guts for sure. Not only that. But the medical doctors don't, we, we don't get along. In fact, we're almost at basic cups. So yeah. they say, eh, you can't say that. You can't do that. Too bad. I already did it. And I'm looking for something. They might hate me now, too. <laughs> well, it's part of your badge of honor. Yeah. You know, hey, that's just the way it is. That's I got to bring the information. Is. That's my job. Just bringing it to everyone. So. Well, that's part of the shift in paradigm. Yeah. And it's part of what's the excitement online is not going to be something like, well, you know, so-and-so did this or that. It's all over the internet. It's going to be something new and exciting. Have you heard the Sandy K nutrition video that talks about ref technology imprinting quantum entanglement? It's amazing. You've got to see that video. Yeah. So that's the buzz. That's the fun. Not necessarily, oh, well, I saw that before, but look at this new thing, the buzz for somebody else. Yes. The transfer of technology into the mainstream is going to be the buzz, the real buzz. I right? agree. Just don't say the wrong words. No, that's right? why I gave my disclaimer at the start, because we're just having a conversation here, people. Um, I have to ask you this, though, because everyone's going to ask. Let's say I am uh, undergoing chemotherapy treatment. Um, and I want to also at the same time do rife. Can I do that? Are there any contraindications? Yes. No, no, because, uh, it's not a problem. Rife technology is so specific. It's only going to affect the cancer cells. So what it's going to happen is it's going to make the chemotherapy look like it's working faster. Uh -huh. You're going to kill cancer cells. The MRI is going to come back and say, well, we can't find any tumors. We can't find any cancer cells. Happens all the time, right? You're free of cancer. Wow, I guess the chemotherapy really worked. Yeah. Well, actually, it was the right technology that worked. The chemotherapy has a horrible side effect because it makes you sick, destroys your organs, and kills the good cells too. Mm, bummer. So most people don't even like chemotherapy that are really able to make up their own mind and decisions. Ah, no, thanks. We're not going to do that is what they say. Oh, I know 10 people that did it. Nah, I killed them. Killed my father. My father had Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh, applied. oh yeah. Oh, Hod yeah. My mom had non-Hodgkin's, but my mom is still around. She was 52. She's now 76. So my father was 65 and died of, I'm sorry. of kidney, kidney and liver failure. Because the medical doctors got a hold of him, radiated and chemotherapy him to death. So he just, you know, he basically all of his organs failed. Skin tears the whole, the whole, the whole nine. So it killed him. So, you know, unfortunately, 
going back 20 years, 25 years ago, this technology wasn't available, but it is now. So onward and forward. Okay. So there's no contraindications. Are there any situations whereby it just doesn't catch? It doesn't work on people? Well, if you, you know, if somebody first gets this technology and starts running scams, there's an interpretation of the reverse lookup. In other words, I have frequencies. I want to find out what programs are associated with these frequencies. So develop a diagnosis. Now, spooky to engineers who are engineers and not medical people will tell you why well, you can't use this for a diagnosis. Because if a cancer frequency shows up, people go, oh, my God, I have cancer. What do what? Right. Now, calm down. Calm down is the first thing I say, because you're picking up a potential of cancer unless it's been properly diagnosed and I run my scans repeatedly and I determine, right, that there's cancer frequencies after treatment would persist, which is an indication of a long-term diagnosis. And I'm able to diagnose that that way through persistence, treatment, scan, treatment, scan, Here's the problem. I get rid of all this other stuff, reduce inflammation. It's like peeling the layers of an onion. I have a look at the core problem. I'm able to say, look, I, you know, it's very likely you have cancer. You know, we can, we can back that up with an MRI, sonogram, CT, blah, blah, blah. Give me the, the diagram. Give me the narrative. You have one, one cancer, A and B side. I, I run X number of treatments, percent decrease of cancer tumor over time, five treatments. Go back for your MRI. It's gone. Oh my God, how did that happen? Go about your business. Who else do I have? Next. Questions? You sound so you sound so chill about it, but you know, like this is not this is not something, you know, the fact of the matter is, Bill, is that most people will listen to this and go, no fucking way. <laughs> well, I don't know if we can use that word, okay, that descriptive adjective. Uh, we can we can use we can use whatever word I I'm just saying because uh, I'm always like breaking it down for real life and that's that would be a quote from many people. Okay. Right. Well, how about this? How about as I used to say in Australia when I leave there, let's <laughs> have a go. Why don't we bring somebody down and let me do my little Frankenstein <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. And why don't we just do our little thing? Like, here's somebody, you bring down the MDs, you bring down whoever you want, and let me do my magic. You know what? They won't do it because they don't want to get their ass kicked. That's what happens. Now, why do I have such a, as one one investor said, I was controversial. I was <laughs> aggressive and controversial. Look, the truth is the truth. Here it is. Accept it analyze it, determine it objectively, and let's get on with the next gig. That's my, that's the way my brain works. I'm analytical. I'm, I'm looking for this next thing to look at. But if it's old school and I've already determined it, so it's he, she, they, them, and so on, and you can't get it, and you're the person that doesn't want to look at things objectively, well, then I'm going to get in your face. Look, look, look at it. Come on now. Come on, get around with it. Let's move on to something else. Come on, you know? Okay, so before we we talked about we talked about different different diseases that Spooky Two can work on or rife. Um, Spooky Two is the brand that you work with, but there are yes. other rife machines out there, um, correct? Correct. 
Yeah. So we talked about the different things, parasites. What about heavy metals and mold? Okay. Heavy metals and mold will get picked up in the scalar technology. Most definitely. I don't know if I can say this, but after a certain number of chemtrails, I pick up oddball heavy metals in people's blood and their bodies, such as beryllium, vanadium, tungsten, just oddball stuff that normally I never see. But I see heavy metals. The clouds look really weird. I've been studying heavy metals for years. Last night, I just listened to a presentation with Dane Wigington. He's all over the Internet. I don't know if I can say that. I'm a bad guy. I say mean things. <laughs> but look, I can pick up those heavy metals as well as the classic arsenic, cadmium, lead, mercury that people have where they get it from water, food, the air, uh, large carnivorous fish, read my books. You know, whether or not you're going to get that, whatever the heavy metal is, I can pick it up with the technology. And then we go into a detox. Unfortunately, it takes months to years to completely detox from heavy metals. But during that time when you're getting into sweat therapies, you're getting rid of, you know, undigested uh, prescription drugs, uh, likely broken down glyphosates, uh, broken down uh, forever chemicals, et cetera, et cetera. Nowadays, you can't even eat a freshwater fish out of the United States without getting forever chemicals taken into your body. That's new research that just come out. So unfortunately, detox is still the toughest thing that I have to do. Pain, inflammation from detox, still detox, getting rid of trash out of the human body. Stuff that you do all the time is going to be more and more important because as this technology comes out where we can kill stuff and heal people from this stuff, detoxification is still going to be this thing where we have to detoxify the body or we're still going to have the problem with the cancer coming back. Yeah. So if I, I know this is one of your questions. Well, what if you cure somebody from cancer a year later? Is it going to come back? It very well likely might because you're still toxic. The toxicity is there, uh-huh. overwhelming the immune system. It doesn't identify the cancer cells. The inflammation is still present. You're still likely going to get cancer unless you detox. Enter Sandy K Nutrition. You're telling people, how do you do that? Well, you're going to tell them, you know, you have this option. You have to go into sweat therapies. You have yes. intestinal binders. You have and then, binders. and then I always say it's a constant job, right? Right? Yeah, because we did right. talk about that. Like detox is not a, you know, I'm saying this twice now, but one and done. But it's not like you have to. You have to always be supporting your liver and the detoxification pathways. You have to do the sweat therapies. You have to eat clean or as clean as we possibly can, right? Like, right. so there's multiple ways in which we can really keep the pathways open, right? Yes, that's right. That's absolutely correct. And that's going to become the, the final stage of, you know, changing a person from cancerous to healthy is that person still has to detox. There's a situation, there's something that happened to that person where they, you know, became less fit, they became less healthy. It was a toxicity of some sort that damaged the immune system, enter cancer, enter autoimmune disorder, enter depressed immune system where they're more vulnerable to these infectious diseases and what happens. Well, if they don't detox, you know, they don't go about detoxification, they're not going to achieve the final healthy status that they wanted to find. Mm-hmm. You know, because really Rife Technology is only going to do so much. But until you take the next step of following a detoxification regime, change of lifestyle, ding, you know, you're yeah. not going to get to that final stage of, well, I feel great. I don't have to worry, blah, 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 et cetera, you know? So, okay. I I know we briefly touched on this. So 
Somebody comes in, they have a disease of some sort, they do the rife, but then they're left with inflammation. You mentioned PEMF. Now, you also, okay, there's the scalar, there's rife, there's PEMF, there's quantum entanglement. Like all of this is kind of, is that all something that you can do within the spooky too? Yes. Yes. So I've been using this for five, six years, of course. So you know, it's just old school for me, but there are like, like this. Da, da, da. Now this exciting thing is a portable PMF device. Oh, yes. Okay. So you put rings um, around the area that you want to introduce a pulsed electromagnetic field. Okay. Let's say it's my arm or for me, sometimes my back hurts because I'm hunched over a computer for 14 hours a day. So I put, you know, one side and then the other I turn it on. It's actually portable. So I turns it on. Look at that. It's blinking. Bing, bing, bing. Very cool. It transfers, transfers pulse electromagnetic frequency. It actually cures acute pain. I do it all the time. And this device, I think, is like 250 bucks. You get it from spooky2mall.com. I'll give you a coupon to get your 5% off. Yeah. And away you go. It's, it's portable. I now, need that. Matt. I need that. You want, okay, let me ask you this. So I have, um, now it's not even tendinitis, it's tendinosis. So it's like kind of chronic and thickening here. And I have ganglion cyst inside. I, it's inside the hand. So I have like issues with this for, I don't know, it's been like eight months. Like, is that something I would want to use on there? Absolutely. Reducing inflammation. I need uh, that, keep, Bill. Well, here, why don't you just take Thank it? You. Pass it Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. That's newer technology. Very right? cool. Before. Very cool. All right. Matter transfer through waveform. <laughs> but maybe that's that, that'll be our next podcast. And now, okay. never mind. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sure I'll get I'll get a lot of comments on that. But talk about Frankenstein, right? But um, or, or a horror movie or science fiction, anyway. But yes, you would you would apply this regularly on a daily basis. You're, there's another thing, a PMF mat, which you sleep on, yeah. which has got 7.8. I think it's just the Schumann, Schumann resonance. Uh, and this is 9.6 hertz. The other one's 7.8. 9.6 hertz is good for acute pain. It works very well. I use it all the time. I'm getting more of my clients to buy these and use them for, for pain and inflammation. But it does a whole lot of stuff. It's anti-aging because it encourages... The regrowth of cells, the restructuring and the refunctionality of tissue, it improves the immune system, it basically balances hormones, uh, it does, uh, you know, it heals people from cuts and injuries, uh, it helps people sleep, uh, it just does a ton of different stuff. I mean, I just did a seminar and, I, you know, it's just, like you say, just about overwhelming in terms of all the stuff that it does but other you know compared to rife technology pmm pemf was uh introduced um i could say or approved by the fda way back in what year was that probably 19 well 1932 yale university was using it to repair rebuild regenerate tissue naturally 1979 the fda approves the pemf technology to combat bone loss. Yep. FDA approves, recognize PMF's effectiveness from pain. 2008, the FDA right, approved the use of PEMF therapy for the treatment of 
Parkinson's disease. So uh, NASA actually does this research and says that uh, the electromagnetic fields of EMF technology can regrow nerve tissue by an astounding 250 to 400 percent. Wow. And so that's NASA. Now there's 450 papers available on PubMed that say that the, the PEMF technology can actually improve the immune system, regenerate tissues. It can actually uh, improve the symptoms of Parkinson's. It can heal osteoarthritis. It can reduce pain and intensity with the variety of conditions of fibromyalgia. Amazing. It's quote unquote safe and improved and okay to be used on a variety, vast variety of conditions. You, you name it. It's, it's pretty phenomenal. Good for arthritis, you name it. So, wow. Okay. That's a lot of information. I have to ask you this now, going back to just Rife. So, really, the entire premise of Rife is that everything has a frequency. Everything is energy. Yes, that's right. Can you use a Rife machine to help with like muscle testing from a distance. Have you ever done that? No. I mean, there's there's a division. There's a clear division between radionics and tension experiments. Yeah, tell me. I'm, I'm totally, totally studying all that. And Rife technology, which is a little more science-based. There's more of a background to it. Yeah. Now, I'm reading a book. I'm reading a book right now all about, in fact, it's here amongst all this stuff somewhere, on radionics. And the intention experiment that, you know, there was able to do all this far out stuff that I, you know, we can't even get into talking about because it will take a whole nother podcast. But uh, there is a difference between the radionics and this. Now, I've studied the muscle testing and look, I've had naturopaths here who have used muscle testing and I found it to be inaccurate. Uh, for instance, uh, one person who was doing the muscle testing, you know, it does it work? Does it work? Does it work? Does it work? No, it doesn't. Does it work? Yeah, yeah. And I found that it was just incorrect. There were things that they came up with, and I looked at it and said, hang on a minute, I'm going to have a closer look at that. And it was just way incorrect. You're allergic to this. Yeah, yeah. Take that. You need to do this. And I just found it. It wasn't correct. Now, that doesn't mean that muscle testing doesn't work. It does work for some people by some practitioners, but I, there's something to it where it doesn't work for everybody. That's my experience. Now, if it did work 100% or at least 95% of the time, I'd be using it. But there's going to be people, people that say, well, I've been using muscle testing. And let me tell you something, Mr. Scientist. Yeah, Look, yeah. Yeah, it does. It does work. But my experience it is, is it's variable. And I hear this from my other clients. Well, it, you know, it didn't exactly, you know, they told me to do this and it didn't work. They told me to, and my, you know, muscle testing said this and this and it didn't work. Muscle testing said that. Look, I just haven't found enough reliability and precision and accuracy. Precision is being able to repeat something on a regular basis, regardless of accuracy. Accuracy is how close we are to the actual number, the truth of things. So I just haven't found that. But you know what, Bill, I do think though, you know why I think it's not 100% accurate is because I think a lot of it is based on subconscious where, um, you know, it's not necessarily the outcome you expect because you don't even know what your subconscious is saying about something. Like I've actually had um, a naturopath 
work using muscle testing on me for allergies. It's a, it's a big thing here. And then you rebalance the body using laser acupuncture, right? But I think it depends on the day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, but seriously, think about it. Like energetically, right? Let's say you're, you didn't sleep the night before you're going to test weak for everything right? Because your body and your subconscious, even though your conscious is saying, I want to test this, your subconscious is saying, you're too tired to even think about this shit right now. That's all. I don't know. I'm just saying like, maybe that's why it's totally my theory, but I wanted to throw that in there because it is energy and a lot of people talk about it. I don't know. Anyway, we've talked a lot. I I totally... Totally agree with you. A hundred percent. And I, you know, I just haven't had the need for that because I do so much right technology. I have so many modalities that I've mastered that work regularly. I just don't need it. Yeah. And I just don't, I, the only I don't get into prescription drugs, obviously, but I don't get into recommending so many different supplements. I do do liposomal vitamin C, liposomal glutathione, we do a, like silica water I make for people, but they're the basic stuff. I don't say this works for you, this, that, the more yeah. and then prescribe them $400 with the supplements because I use right technology for the treatment. You don't need the it. Right. You don't That's need right. it. That's right. Okay. We, we should wrap this up. We're over an hour, but this yeah. has been such a great conversation. I knew it would be. Um, is there anything that you'd like to add that we didn't mention? Just that, you know, please go to my website, drbillmcgraw.com. There is a coupon you can use. It's called, oh, here it is, Bill0516. So they change it regularly month to month. So it's Bill0516. You get 5% off anything there at spooky2-mall.com, including the PEMF devices, the Rife technology. Uh, then I also consult to you if you can't figure out enough or really want to bring you up to speed quickly. I can bring you up to speed using right technology quickly. You can begin healing yourself from all kinds of problems in your own home. A lot of times people, that's all they have because they've used the radiation chemotherapy. It's not, it hasn't worked for them. They're, they, they're looking for something else that they're really in not good shape and they have to find something quickly. And I bring them up to speak quickly and they heal their cancers. Look at my website. The reviews are there. They're real people, real dates, real places, and so on and so on. So all that is available to you. The Spooky Jumal website is there. I'm there to consult. So, you know, the choice Perfect. is up to you. I think we all have a choice. Yeah. It's not like just you have to. You don't have to do anything. Choice is always maintained. In our lives, it's part of our soul contract. Before I go off the deep end, we'll probably have to call it, call it quits there. I know we've gone over, but we had a lot of fun. Yeah. So much fun. And what I'll do too, if, if you, if your code changes each month, I'll, cause this will probably be released in about three months. I'll make sure I touch base with you. So anyone who's listening, you're aware I, in my podcast description, I will have an accurate code when this actually releases. Cool. All right. Very cool. Thank you so much, Bill. It's just always such a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. I look forward to doing it again. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share it with someone you know might benefit. And always remember, when you rate, 
review, subscribe. You help to support my content and help me to keep going and bringing these conversations to you each and every week. Join me next week for a new topic, new guest, new exciting conversations to help you live your best life.